welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode 93, Boundaries, Building Blocks for Solid Relationships. Hello, smart human. Welcome to this third part of our series on smart relationships. So far, we've looked at dating and attraction. Super fun. We've looked at compromise. Also super fun. And now it's time for another very important ingredient in successful relationships, by the way, whether romantic or otherwise, which is boundaries. So first of all, what is a boundary? Well, the simplest way I have of saying it is a boundary is something that is completely non-negotiable to you. Because boundaries are not absolute values, although admittedly most humans share common boundaries around things like stealing, lying, murdering and the like. In general, boundaries are personal non-negotiables. And that is exactly why they are so important in relationships. Because different people can have different boundaries, right? Boundaries around very different things. They can have different values. And unawareness of these boundaries or not enforcing them can cause an awful lot of stress, anger, fighting, and eventually, you know, if you don't figure it out, the end of the relationship. And I think it's important to realize that we all come from very different backgrounds, different, you know, we have different histories, different milieus, different cultures. Um, and especially then when we meet in relationships, we can have ways of doing things, for example, that to us make perfect sense, that are in a way non-negotiable because they're so ingrained. And the way someone else sort of is in that relationship can totally collide with your values. I'll give you an example. I was raised by parents who actually lived through the Second World War. My mom was very young. I mean, she was born in 36. My dad was born in, no, my, my mom was born in 35, my, my dad in 1926. And to me, throwing something away is just sacrilegious. It is anathema. It is, right? <laughs> Something, and I have to like say something that could possibly be reused. But that is how I was raised. So, in the beginning of my relationship, I was constantly enforcing boundaries around that because that was such a strong value of mine. And it just almost physically hurt that my partner would just toss things out. And especially if he would toss things out without checking with me first. Now, if you look at this from a sort of neutral perspective, you could say, but your boundary is nuts. It's just, you know, war trauma, whatever you want to call it. It doesn't make sense. Sure. Right. And I could work on that, et cetera, et cetera. doesn't matter. We all have our baggage. We all have values. And there's a reason usually we have those values and why they matter so much to us. So even whilst they can be morphed and changed and evolved, it is pretty hard to be in a relationship with someone who's constantly crossing those boundaries, 
kind of messing with those basic values, you will end up being so aggravated and not very much in love with them, right? So boundaries, again, personal, non-negotiables. So if you're not aware of your boundaries and you're not enforcing them, or your partner isn't aware of theirs and not communicating them, this can cause so much, so much stress and resentment and unnecessary fighting, all that kind of stuff. And for this series, I'm focusing, of course, on romantic relationships, but this plays out in friendships, in family relationships, in the workplace, all the things, right? So your responsibility as a partner is to be aware of your boundaries and to be willing and able to enforce them if necessary. Now, again, let's look at some specific examples, right? I am in a monogamous relationship with my partner, and this for me is a non-negotiable. If they were to kind of break that contract, that would probably be the end of a relationship. It's the same with making a promise and sticking to it, right? I want to have a relationship with someone I can 100% rely on. But again, these are very personal values. Some people may not have these as a non-negotiable at all, right? They may be polyamorous or they may be like, hey, I get it. If someone doesn't stick to their promise, it's okay, right? It's, it's okay if they, I don't know, stick to it once in three times or whatever. They can be much more flexible around that, that than I am. So again, this is not like something we all agree upon, all humans agree upon, but that is why it's so important to get some clarity on it, especially in a relationship. Now, I want you to think about what your boundaries are, first of all, in romantic relationships. What what to you is a hard no? And if you can, you may even want to pause the podcast and make a list, right? What are complete non-negotiables to you in a relationship. And you don't need to come up with like stuff that most humans would agree on, right? Like do not hurt children, etc, etc. But just stuff like, oh, I don't like it. Maybe I hate it when someone moves my stuff. That could be like a boundary. Even like, you know, if I have a desk in my house and I put stuff on there, I go insane when someone moves my stuff and I want to set a boundary around that. So make a list. What are your non-negotiables? And again, if you're laughing very hard, hey, try being autistic. Seriously. And let's be fair, there are many things I would like to be different in my relationship and my household. And I'm pretty sure the same goes for my partner and my child, right? We all have preferences. And yes, it's so lovely when the world completely complies with them. If everything is as we would prefer it to be. (laughs) That is amazing. But as you know, from the last episode on compromise, usually the other humans we share our lives with tend to have some different preferences that don't always align with ours. Maybe they love to stuff the living room full with bric-a-brac where you prefer blank walls and beautifully empty spaces. Maybe they love to eat steak and you have been a vegetarian for 20 years. Maybe to them, it's essential to go off on their own for a couple of days each month. And you think that is the most ridiculous thing ever, right? 
Does that mean they don't love you? But as long as they don't try to force you to live like them and vice versa, these issues do not require boundaries, right? They require loving communication and probably some compromise. Maybe if I'm a vegetarian, I would prefer for you to eat your steak on the days that I'm eating out. Who knows, right? That's compromise. So let's look at true boundaries. Let's look at what most people would say is a deal breaker, a non-negotiable in a relationship. And that is, I think, talking disrespectfully to someone. And now, of course, we should be more specific at being disrespectful, but I think you know what I mean, right? If someone uses language that is very deprecating in an argument, um, to me, that is a non-negotiable. So if this is a boundary for you, and I'm hoping that it is, then you need to be willing to enforce it. And that can be hard when you love someone very, very much, when you're, you know, so enamored with them. You're like, oh my God, I hate that they're doing this, but I love them and I, I can't speak up. It can be very hard, especially when you're an empath and even maybe have compassion and you think you understand why they're behaving like this, right? How, you know, the, all the reasons they're they're being reactive, whatever is being triggered, et cetera, et cetera. It can also be very hard to set boundaries when you and your nervous system are terrified of conflict. And another thing that makes it hard is all the cultural conditioning you've probably received when growing up to like appease people rather than meet them head on, right? Don't rock the boat. Don't don't be difficult. Why make things difficult? Let's all live in blissful harmony. Yeah. Well, the problem is if you do not set boundaries and enforce them, then your relationship is pretty much doomed, right? There's not going to be harmony long term. Allowing someone to constantly cross the line however much you love them will gradually undermine your self-confidence and self-trust and breed a shit ton of resentment rather than love. And don't get me wrong, this is a slow process. It can go on for years, but hey, why have a festering relationship rather than a flowering one, right? So boundaries really matter. If this is you, if you have a hard time setting and enforcing boundaries, here are a couple of things you need to do. First of all, you want to figure out whether your nervous system goes into freeze, flight, fright or fawn response during conflict. And if so, learn how to regulate it. Second, you need to make a decision. You need to decide that whatever happens, you'd rather live with yourself and your values than with someone else without your values, right? And you need to start practicing setting boundaries in small steps and slowly building your self-confidence that you can and will be okay if someone isn't happy with you and doesn't like or agree with your non-negotiable. And I think that last part is very important. I think way too many people think they need to get their partner on board with their non-negotiables and you know, they keep kind of pushing, but but do you get it? Do you see why I want you to do this? And listen, it's nice if they do, but it's not necessary. They just need to respect your boundary. So don't try to make them understand it or feel the same way about it as you, right? I could never get my husband to sort of be on board with my crazy need to not throw things away, right? I can explain where it comes from, but he's never going to 
be like, yeah, no, no, let's, you know, not throw things away. <laughs> let's make that a core value. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and that's okay, right? But first things first, if you notice that your heart always starts to be like crazy during conflict and you can't think anymore and you're terrified, then your nervous system probably needs some help. You can consider hiring a therapist to work with you on this, right? Or look up somatic practices to help you regulate your nervous system so you can actually stay centered during those hard conversations. And if you know and trust your partner enough, you can also ask them to help you in this process. If you think they're willing and able to hold space for both of you, right? For both themselves and for you, which by the way, is not an easy thing to do. You can tell them, hey, I'm noticing that my body's in overdrive and it doesn't know how to calm down. Can you give me a moment? And then put your hand on your heart and take a couple of deep, calm breaths to reset, right? Like, <sighs> because communicating with your partner or anybody else when your nervous system is activated, not a good idea. Now, once you've learned how to do that, think about something that you would like to set a boundary around, but have been avoiding communicating with your partner. Think about the boundary and the consequences you want to enforce if your partner does not respect it. Now, again, don't let your brain immediately go to doom and gloom, right? Not all relationship boundaries are, if you do not abide by this rule, I will have to end our relationship and leave you, right? I think too many people go into black and white thinking. Like if I start setting boundaries, um, that will mean that, you know, the boundary is that if that person does it, it's the end of the relationship. And I'm not sure I want to end the relationship. So don't make that a consequence of the person, you know, crossing the boundary. There are lots of different types of consequences. For example, a less dramatic boundary can be that if you see that your partner loses their temper, that you leave the room. And you don't come back until they've calmed down, even if you're in the middle of an argument or conversation. So the boundary is, hey, I am not going to be around you when you lose your temper. And the consequence when the boundary is crossed, i.e. when they do lose their shit, is that you leave the room, not the relationship, right? It's a gray area. It's not black and white. Also, very important to realize Boundaries are not meant to change other people's behavior, to make them do your bidding. That is manipulation or worse, emotional blackmail. This is not about manipulating people so that you can always have things your way, right? And say, oh, you know, if, if you don't always come home at six, I, you know, I think I'm going to have to leave you. That is such bullshit. So this is about being aware of what your core values around relationships are, your non-negotiables, and being willing to put a stake in the ground for them, but also being willing to compromise and to respect your partner's boundaries. You'll find, I think, that in general, most partners are actually happy when you set a boundary and when you communicate it clearly, because most of them feel that kind of boiling resentment when you don't, when they do something and they kind of sense like, I don't think they like that, but they're not saying anything. Hmm. 
hmm, I wonder what's going on here, right? They'd much rather know. And to be asked whether or not they're willing to respect it and be treated as adults, right? So much better to have that and to be in a relationship that is built on non-aligned values. So boundaries are about getting honest about integrity. And if you're a people pleaser, boundaries can be especially hard. And you want to check out my episode on people pleasing too. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes. But for now, I want you to think about this. What is non-negotiable for you in a romantic relationship? Have you communicated these non-negotiables to your partner? And if not, how can you ease into doing that on a regular basis, right? Instead of just smiling and saying, this is fine (laughs) and hating what's happening. So start noticing, I don't, this is not okay. And start speaking up. Now, one more thing. A lot of people see the act of setting boundaries as an attack, right? Instead of putting a stake in the sand, they feel like it's hitting someone with the stake (laughs) or even piercing them with it. And yes, if you've been kind of lying in your relationship, if you've always pretended things are fine, then it may be a bit of a jolt for your partner to realize that some things they've been doing for a long time are actually not okay with you. They may not like that news. They may not be happy, which is quite understandable. That doesn't mean you have attacked them, right? Although, to be fair, it does depend on your tone of voice, etc. That is your work. This is more of a bad news conversation, right? This is more like telling them something um, that you wish you would have told them sooner and that they're not going to like. And you can say like, hey, honey, there's something I need to tell you rather than, I am so done with this. Can you please never do this again? Right. Very different. So be gentle, be truthful and be okay with the other person not liking what you're saying. They don't need to. Don't try to make them feel better. Don't try to make them like you. This is bad news for them, right? Stand in that truth. Accept that this isn't fun for them either. And also, if you are going to talk boundaries, why not make it go both ways, right? Get curious. Ask your partner what their non-negotiables are, if they are aware of them. And if you're still in the early stages of a relationship, this can even be a playful conversation on a date, maybe, although admittedly, maybe not on the first date. So get clear on your non-negotiables. Think about how you're going to enforce them. If you haven't already, communicate them to your partner. If they're breached, be ready to enforce, but calmly, gently, right? And rinse, repeat, and you will build heaps of self-respect in the process. This is not for the other. It is for you. Have an amazing week. Bye-bye. Hey, smart human. You're probably listening to this podcast because you want to learn how to manage that smart mind of yours. And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www 
www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.